Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. He's cut back on his workload by leaving two podcasts, both sports. But don't worry, he's not going anywhere when it comes to this broadcast. People think you're quitting here, too. And I'm not quitting here. Here he is. Producer Eddie, everybody. Go ahead. Hey, I'm starting to watch this show on Amazon, and I love it. But I love it for one reason only. Elvis's granddaughter's on it. My wife watches this. Is it something in the six? Yeah, it's called Daisy Jones in the Six. Is it good? I mean, I don't know. The show's okay. But the fact that Elvis's granddaughter's on it, and she sings, dude, she has such a great voice. So she is Lisa Marie's daughter. And Lisa Marie tried to sing, right? She had a pop career, yeah. Yeah, she had a little pop. But dude, this granddaughter sounds kind of like Elvis. And it's so cool. I can't, every time I watch it, the storyline, I can't even stay with it. But I watch it, I'm like, that's crazy. This is Elvis's granddaughter. I saw a clip where she was playing guitar, and they were like, this guitar strap is literally Elvis's old guitar strap. Yeah. Yeah, how cool is that? So I haven't watched it, but that's pretty cool. What does she sound like? Is it just Chevy voice? No, it sounds like a girl with a higher voice, but almost a little vibrato like Elvis. But how would you... Do like that, impersonate that. I, I can't. I can't. Like, uh, <laughs> love me tender, love me sweet, like that. You know, almost like. And she kind of looks like Elvis. It's just crazy. Anything Elvis, I love, and I think she's awesome. Audience score eighty-one percent positive on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like they're saying that it's kind of based off the Fleetwood Mac story. Like mm. she's uh, Stevie Nicks, and the other character is Mick Fleetwood. So I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but that's kind of what it's what it's like. Daisy Jones and the Six. And what do you give it? I give it so four out of five uh, guitars, just because she's Elvis's granddaughter. All right, thank you. <laughs> He's been known to lose money in investments, so when it comes to doing business with him, you might want to rethink your financial assessments. Here he is, Lunchbox, everybody. Oh, so Eddie went on the speaking circuit. You know, did some charity thing, and I was like, man, I'd love to go on the speaking circuit. Well. Someone reached out to me and said, hey, we'd like you to come speak. And they were like, we don't have any money to pay you, but this would be your first step into the speaking world. You could put this down as, hey, I spoke here and we could give you a recommendation. And so it looks like I'm going out on the speaking circuit. Good for you. Eddie's kind of been killing it lately. It made it pretty good. Penny speaking. But I did do some free ones early on. Yeah. I mean, I'll still do free ones. Yes. You know, what are you speaking on? Uh, I got hit up to go to a career day. Uh, For what? Uh, Pflugerville Elementary. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like what, kindergarten like, class. Oh, I thought you meant like the, like what Eddie's doing. I thought it was too, but once I responded to the email, they were like, "What do they say? How do they lure you in?" They well, they said, "Hey, we'd like you to come speak. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it would be great. I think you'd be great for our audience." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome!" You know. And then I reply, and they're like, "Oh yeah, it's career day." And I'm like, "Okay, so they want me to be on a panel about career, like talk to some, you know, the my university, probably university, yeah, you know." <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah, Lukerville Elementary." And I was like, "Okay, so there's like some fifth graders, and they're like kindergarten class." So you're gonna go back to Texas to do it? I think I'm gonna be on Zoom. 
Hey. It continues as we talk. I mean, it's a start. I agree. I mean, I think I should be doing charity events like Eddie, but hey. Your foot is in the door. Yeah, man. You'll get there. But Uh, he did a bunch of small free things for a while, too. And he still does mix those in, and he does paid ones. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I I can do them. You'll get there. What would you speak on, though? Because Eddie has a pretty good... Now, hold on. (laughs) Anybody can speak on life, but Eddie, Eddie has a pretty good story about him, his foster kids, his adopted kids, and... It kind of switches it up on you. you. Like he has a good way to tell it, and then it also inspires you to do more. Not just with kids, but he has a great story of giving back. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, but no, no. But what would your what would your <laughs> oh my story would be about how you know I used to think I was never going to get married. I loved the single life. I partied a lot, and then I met this chick and ended up getting married. And yeah, but who would want to hire you for that? A lot of people. And I talk about how like. My teachers in, my, in school didn't believe in me. They thought I wasn't going to be amount to anything in this world. But that's what I'm saying. You go on this speaking tour and say, you don't listen to other people. Don't let them tell you what you're going to be. Huh. Don't let them define you. What you can rise above. Speaking to adults, though, like a charity event. Yeah. It's not always that, kids. 50-year-olds. 40-year-olds. Well, but Eddie's talking to adults, too. Yeah, yeah but again, it's uh, mostly Eddie's was... But hey, mine is inspiring, too. Eddie's was like, we're raising money for this. And this is why how it's affected me. And by you donating this, you'll help other kids in this situation. Okay, I can talk about donate. I, I mean, I volunteer for Meals on Wheels for a while. I can talk about how I help the elderly. He did. They should too. Every week. Pretty good. Hmm. I think you need some work. Nah, I got a life. So story. let's start with Pflugerville Kindergarten. And I, and I, yeah, I mean Pflugerville Elementary on Zoom. <laughs> Career day. <laughs> Uh, All right, next up. She provides the show with a pile of stories every day, and some of them will even blow you away. Here she is. Amy, everybody. So I posted about my tailbone. We've been talking about it and how it might, it's like a, it's bony. It's real bony. It sticks out. It's a tail. Yeah. tailbone's a tail. It sticks out. When you get excited, it wiggles. We see it. <laughs> it doesn't wiggle. This is debatable. But listeners started to respond that, oh, this person in my family, my husband, da-da-da, had this, and it's a cyst. And multiple surgeries had to be done to remove it. And some of it was caused by injuries early on in their life. And I thought, okay, well, yeah, when I was in second grade, I did fly off the slide at school and landed right on my tailbone. So I don't know if that's what caused this, you know, deformity, but it's there. And now I don't know if it could potentially be a cyst. And then I can get it removed and it's not a tail. I think you should go to the doctor. and Oh, take- I, yeah. They said to Take go Eddie see- with you, our yeah. camera guy, what? and record the procedure or when they tell you you're the first human they've ever seen with a tail. Okay, that'd be cool. No, no, that's the great part. I'm not alone in this. I got at least There's a message board a of all you freaks. <laughs> or more of people saying that they know someone with this. So I am going to look into it, obviously. And they said I need to go to like a hip specialist or something, not a chiropractor. Or the vet. She should take it on the road. Yeah. The vet. The veterinarian. They work on tails all the time. They do. Dogs, like Stanley's cats. tail's a nub. My bulldog, he's got a nubby tail. Mm-hmm. He's okay. right in your little group. They're on Facebook. I don't even know it. <laughs> all right, next up. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he's now 43 years old, and he rarely does what he's told. Bobby Bones. Thank you. I saw this movie. It had seven Oscars. It was called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. We started it. It's on Amazon. You can buy it. Boy, they have Creed Three up there, too. Yeah, my already. son bought it. It, like, comes out of the theater... And you have to pay more than just renting it. It's like 19 bucks. But going to the theater with your kids for that is way more. Yeah. So. Well, I don't want to go to the theater with any kid. No kids. <laughs> I don't want to go to the theater at all. Yeah. But we started this everything, everywhere, all at once. It's a little over two hours. We got through half of it before we started to get sleepy, which is kind of the movie rule now. We do about an hour and a half or so. But I think I'm going to love it. It's about parallel universes. We almost watched The Whale instead. Oh, the Brandon Fraser? Mm-hmm. It seems very sad. Mike, am I going to like The Whale... You will, but you got to kind of prepare yourself because you're not ready for something sad. Mm. Yeah, I'm never just ready for something sad. I never just want to watch a sad movie. That's weird because you like sad music. Yeah, I'll, yeah, it takes three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want oh, a yeah. two hours sad I don't want sad two movie. hours of yeah. sadness. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Which is better, Mike? The Whale or Everything Everywhere All at Once? Oh, Everything Everywhere. For my, sure. My wife's a big advocate of watching The Whale, though. Is she going to like it? She'll like it a lot, yeah. But I won't. If you don't like sad, you won't like it. I don't mind movies that end up being sad, but I don't want to go into a movie knowing that it's a sad movie. I'm a little torn on watching The Whale now. But I'll let you guys know how this is, but it is that kid from The Goonies and the kid from Indiana Jones. Yeah. He's really good. He's not a kid anymore. He's an adult man. Yeah. He's older now. Yeah. So I'll report back on that, but also 
Uh, Rocky Three is up there. Creed Three. Creed. It just came out. That's good to know. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Amazon has a bunch of those movies mm-hmm. that are like, well, I haven't done making it, but you can watch it now if you want. You can buy it, but are you going to watch it over and over? Or you just kind of keep No, it? I just paid the 19 bucks so I can watch it now. Okay. That's the per- the price you have to pay to get it early. But you can have it forever. Yeah, but when am I going to watch it again? <laughs> I don't know. Two I've years? I've seen like two movies twice my whole life. <laughs> Time for the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I've been living with my girlfriend for six months. She snores so loud. Like, I'm amazed the dog can even sleep. I tried to talk to her about it, but she gets all offended and adamant that she doesn't snore at all, ever. So I recorded her snoring and I played it for her. At first she was mad. Now, she's embarrassed. But now, she's showing the clip to other people to prove to me that it's not that bad. I wanted to send the clip to you guys to be the judge. This feels weird. I love it. I've suggested that she sleep in the living room. (laughs) She got upset at that too. Mm -hmm. Help! Does anyone know of any ways to keep the snoring to a minimum? Or am I overreacting? Is it not that bad? Signed, boyfriend with a big snore. P.S. Here's a clip. This feels weird hearing somebody I don't know snore. It feels like I'm watching them in bed. Mm -hmm. We got to hear this. But I'll listen. Let's go. (laughs) No. Wow. What? Yeah, yeah, that's like. Uh, yeah, she's snoring so loud she can't go to the living room. But go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. You got to get that fixed. But living room for sure. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get my rest. <laughs> but you got to go to the doctor. That's unhealthy. Bad. Something's blocked. Something you ain't breathing right. Could be sleep apnea. Could be all these things. Ooh, that's a tough one. That's much louder than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Severe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is well, that as loud as Stanley? No. That's <laughs> still not as He, he reverberates <laughs> walls. One more time. <laughs> Even that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The breathing like in and out. Yeah. Like, but then on the on the exhale, it's like, <laughs> like something right. That would be really hard to get rest next to. And maybe you just go to a different room, honestly, instead of sitting her in the living room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there ain't no way I'm sleeping next to that. That's loud. When Stanley had his ACLs torn, both of them, I was sleeping in the room with him. I fall asleep for a second, but I would just be waking up, like, <gasps> like startled. I know it's funny, but you got to go and have her do a sleep something because that is not healthy and is not going to be healthy for her whole life. But the fact that she would go, I don't snore. Okay. <laughs> Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers, 
or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women, like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean, it's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eddie, what's happening? So I want to ask you guys something. My kids, I got two of them that play sports, and they are really good at sports, but they have a problem. They challenge the refs. So, like, they're playing baseball right now. My son plays second base. He caught the ball, tagged the guy. The ref said, safe, safe. And my son puts his arms up. No way. He was out. And I'm like, that's my boy right there. He's arguing with the ref because he believes. Up. Uh, the ump. He believes in what he's saying, right? <laughs> and my, my wife's like, I don't like this. He's being tacky. Like, guys, he's nine years old. Stop doing that. So I'm like, no, no, no. I want to bring this to the show, see what they think. Is it cool that he argues with the ump? Or is it, no, too tacky. He's nine years old. Uh, know your lane. Amy. I think you, uh, I don't think he wants to get any of the flags, like yellow flag. Well, ump, um, oh, flags <laughs> or cards. We'll throw it out of the game. You Warning, can, sure, yeah. Whatever, like you're, it's like your coach can handle that. You as the kid, that's probably not what you need to do, but you know, I'm sure he sees how you act, Eddie. <laughs> that a couple times. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's probably happening. But I'm with your wife. Like, yeah, Amy's right. Yeah. You don't have your kids challenge refs and umps. Mm-hmm. The coaches do that. Their oh. job is to play the game. That's gonna get them kicked out of games. That's gonna get them a bad reputation as players. Really, the best players don't fight with the umps consistently because they don't get a call. In the pro level, maybe a little bit, but that's not their job. Play oh. the game. Listen, what if they challenged you on everything you said? Yeah, no, that, no, they, they do that. They do that as well. And then what do you do? I get mad. Right. Then and what then do you do? Put them in timeout. Right. That's what's going to happen to your <laughs> kids there. Yeah, then you got me. And then I think as parents, too, we have to equip our kids for later in life, too. And you can't have your son, like, in high school or Stand up for what's job right. And it's like, not what's right. It's their opinion of what he happened. He believes that he was out. And it's a very, un- but they're playing a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not like someone's infringing on his rights, his God-given rights by the Constitution <laughs> of the United States of America. Okay. If you see another kid fighting with an umpire, what do you think about it? It depends on the call. Mm. What, if you want your way or not? But but see, there are some calls where it's like, not his job that was argue. clearly a ball and he doesn't argue it. It's not his job to argue the calls with the ump. It is his job to respect the umpire and let his coach go in and fight for him if the coach deems that be appropriate. Wow, I'm shocked. Lunchbox, Lunchbox, what do you think? Eddie, it's not going to benefit your kid in any way, and they're not going to change the call. (laughs) And he doesn't look cool doing it. No. I thought he looks cool. He puts his hands up. What? Now, I don't mind a little, like, oh, that's okay, but you can't yell. I wanted to argue with them all the time. Yeah, I bet you did. That's why I thought you'd be on my side. Mm -mm. I learned Um, the hard way. Doesn't work. Mm -mm. I would get in trouble from my coach. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't get thrown out of games. One time, though, I slid into third. And I slid, and the ball beat me by, I don't know, three seconds? A rounded second, one in the third hard. But I saw the ball, and I was like, ah, screw it. So I slid anyway, and I took my hand, and he was going to tag me. And I swung as hard as I could to knock the ball out of his glove. Mm. And right, because he was bent down right about then, he moved the glove. I put him right in the face on accident. Mm. Bop! Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I got thrown out of that game. Yeah, I would think so. It looked like I punched him in the face, <laughs> but I was just trying to slap the ball out of the glove. Wow. And when they threw you out, did you argue? Yeah. I was yeah. like... That was an accident. How it. could they prove that? He goes, That's you just hit boy. him in the face. Anyway, don't do that right there. Okay. <laughs> Eddie, tell your kids, respect the chain of authority, especially when playing ball, because they'll get kicked out of the game. All right, I'll tell and them. And you'll look bad as a parent. Okay, good call. All right, thank you. And I agree with that call. 
We're moving on. <laughs> Perfect. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Her name is Heather Ham. She walks around the streets and she finds stuff on the curbs. Couches, coffee tables, and some she keeps. Some she gives to other people on social media. Well, her craziest, most loving find now has been a dog that someone abandoned. And so here she is talking that the dog is her craziest stoop find yet. I found my coffee table. I found my couch that I was sitting on when I saw this dog. I found I found so much on this page. So this is just my craziest stoop find yet. The dog is Peaches and Peaches is now her dog. And now some of the people that follow her on Instagram that are like, hey, let me know when you find a coffee table. They're donating to make sure that she can pay the bills for the dog and for the visits to the vet you do at the very beginning. That's, That's cool. cool. That's pretty cool. There you go. Heather Ham, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I don't know the answer to this, so I'm going to let Ray tell the story, and let's see if we can figure out who it is. Okay? So, Ray, where were you? At the airport, Nashville. All right, tell the guys what you saw. Yeah, so this... Uh, this band member is at the airport and fans were coming up to him. And nowadays, what do we do? We do selfies, right? People do that and you get a picture with the person. Well, this person was grabbing a wallet picture out of his pocket and autographing it and handing it to people when they came up to him and knew who he was. Legit. Okay, that's nice. Hilarious. Cool. So what was weird about it seeing it in person? Well, I mean, I thought everybody did pictures. I thought autographs aren't even popular anymore. And it's just such an old person thing to do. I would agree with that to carry them around like they probably got used to that mm-hmm. and so they still do it okay did you not want a picture or did you not want an uh, autograph well I didn't know it was that person actually and the person next to me went and got it got the autograph so I got to see it all but I'm not a huge fan of that type of music headshots oh. okay well we have two clues there one band band and that- two that type of music yeah alright we just get three questions okay was it country music no okay okay um. Okay. Are they? Are they were they popular in the nineties? Definitely. Okay. Popular in the nineties. But I mean, it can be even, even farther back. But they were popular in the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you buzz in and you yell, the you only get one guess. Oh, to the huh. band. Yeah. Okay. So once you guess, it's over. But you can yell. So we have to guess time. the band and not the person, right? Either one would probably be good. Okay. You could. I mean, there are questions like, was it the lead singer? Oh, that's good. Um, we're competing against each other. Oh yeah. yeah. Have we ever met this band before? No. Uh, no. Never been in studio, if that's what you're asking. No. Ray, is this a rock band? Yep. So it's got to be like classic rock band. I mean, I'm out. I don't know. Was it the lead singer? <laughs> I believe so. Okay. It was the top dude. Okay. The top dude of the rock band. Who would have lived here popular in the 80s, 90s. <gasps> lived here, though. We don't know if they live I'm in. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna buzz whoa, in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You already went. No, no, that's a question. No, I, can, he's I said guess. you can buzz in any time for a name. Yeah. He knows it. I'm gonna say Motley Crue, the lead singer of Motley Crue. Ooh, that's good. I thought we met him. Okay, so you're done, oh, Bones. Never been in here. What's his I, name? I was about to buzz in and say Vince that. Neil. Yeah. I thought he was in here. I don't know. I don't I think, think so. so. Brett Michaels. I, I oh, that's that, Brett Michaels. Oh. Oh, and that might be who it is. <laughs> oh, okay. Dang hey, it. Amy, Amy. Amy. <laughs> I'm gonna guess. Go ahead. Brett Michaels. Oh, yeah, eliminated. Okay, we still have two guesses, guys. Oh, man. Come on, Lunch. We still have a question we can ask to help yeah, you guys. Yeah, have they been involved <laughs> in any scandals? I mean, no. Oh. Tommy Lee. That's what I was going yeah. Eddie? Um, okay, does this band, uh, do they wear makeup? Definitely not. Okay. It's not Kiss. We still have two questions left. They have one question. We can help them by asking good questions, or we can ask really bad questions. No, no, help us, guys. You yeah. know, you're our friends. Okay. Ray, how much you pay for that necklace? Okay. This necklace, uh, it was gifted to me by Billy. Okay. It's Tiffany's. Oh. Oh, Tiffany's. Okay. And we have a question. What trip were you on? Where'd you go? <laughs> I was going to Phoenix, so I believe they had a show there, or it was a connecting flight to San Diego, so it was there or California. What, what are we doing? All right, now we each have, we have one question. Everybody. Eddie, go ahead. Okay. Um, Ray, is this band member... Gosh, I was going to ask if they live here, but let's go with... Um, are you familiar with more than five of their songs? Ooh, five would be tough, but they have a couple that everybody in the world knows. <laughs> everybody in the world. Okay. Oh. Um, do they look like they have... We're assuming it's a dude, but does does he sometimes from behind look like a she? 
Yes. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yes. <laughs> From behind, what'd you think it was a woman? <laughs> a really old lady, maybe. Okay. Old yeah. lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I have a different guess now. You do? I just jumped hard at the Vince Neil because I knew he lived here. At the airport, old. Looks but like also a not flying private. Right. This is what I'm thinking. Yeah. Someone I haven't, but you know, occasionally. You maybe. can't guess. You can just ask a question. Okay, just, oh yeah, that's right. I already guessed. Okay, well, let's see. Is he married? Aw. And, and is she famous? Definitely not famous, and it wouldn't matter. I don't believe so. Okay. You each have one more question and a guess. Are they in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> they have to be. They're that famous. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, right. So, I don't know if you know if he's married or not, but has this uh, rock star ever had a TV show about them? No. Okay, um, you're if out. they did, it was not very popular. So not you have Ozzie. no more questions. Ozzy. Can't be Steven Tyler because he's, yeah, he's been, been here. here. What other rock? I don't need rock bands. All right. Uh, go ahead, Eddie. Looking. I got a guess. Go ahead. I'm going to go with um, Sammy Hagar. Van Halen. Van Lunchbox? Um, Axl Rose, Guns N' Roses. <gasps> that would have been amazing. Ray, who was it? It was ZZ Top. Oh, like Billy Gibbons? I don't know who that is. I believe Billy Gibbons. Wow, big beard? Yep, massive. Oh, we've met them, right? So. Oh, no. That was um, the other guy with the long beard. That was PP Longstocking. <laughs> so, so, Bones, looks like a woman from behind, but has a big beard? I don't know that. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> of all the long haired lead singers, I have no idea. And I don't think Billy he's long Gibbons hair. has a really long beard. Okay, I'm Googling. I don't I, know. I have no idea who that Billy is. Billy what? Gibbons. Mm-hmm. Huh. You know, that's cool of him. Yeah, and also, don't be shy. Go up and get you that wallet picture that's autographed. <laughs> I would say, no. yes, they were still popular in the early 90s, but I would say 80s was their decade. Yeah. Not that Ray's wrong. I'm just, if we're really getting down to it. Did you know in the guy who doesn't have the beard in ZZ Top, his, his last name was Beard? Dusty Beard. He was the one that didn't have the beard. <laughs> okay. Right, ironically. From the backside, he does not look like a woman. Right. <laughs> that one threw me off. <laughs> Completely. I mean, if they did, hats who were you leaning towards? Uh, I- Ozzy Osbourne? Well, I, I had a bunch of bands in mind. Um, obviously, Motley Crue, but Guns N' Roses, uh, Def Leppard. I thought they, about Have they that cut one. their hair? Journey, so. although now I think the new singer has short hair. I don't know. I was just asking a question. It didn't matter. Well, it's funny. He ha- he carries around pictures of himself and he's like, here you go. <laughs> no picture, please. <laughs> Let me sign this picture. I do want to play a new song right now. So this is a song that I, I found. I loved. I thought I'd play it for you guys. It is a brand new song from Gray Robinson. Now, Gray Robinson, long time ago, I did the thing. I was like, I'm going to find somebody good on TikTok and just see if they're good and bring them in. This is two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so found her, brought her in. She crushed it. She now is writing for Luke Combs' publishing company. And she just put out this song. Again, her name is Gray Robinson, G-R-A-Y Robinson. And this is called On This Piano. Brand new song. Check it out. I hope you like it. Bobby Bone Show. I don't even understand how you could really leave the driveway. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I have a list of the country artists who have sold the most albums of all time. How many can you name? Here are the top 10 country acts all time as told by the RIAA. Amy? Amy? Uh, you won backstage. Your first guess is? Uh, Dolly. Dolly Parton. Show me Dolly Parton. <laughs> Number six answer. Six points there for you. 100 million albums. Go ahead. Garth Brooks. <laughs> you knew she was going to go with that of eventually. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to. Would you have gone with it if Eddie hadn't told you? Oh, yeah. He was my number one choice, but then I was curious to see where Dolly was going to fall. Show me Garth. Number one answer. You have seven points total. Garth has sold 170 million albums. Okay. Uh, Shania Twain. Show me Shania. Number two answer. Wow. Okay. Now we get a little, could be <laughs> a lot of different people. You got Garth, Shania, one and two, and Dolly at six. I want to get, I want to get who's number 10, you know? Mm-hmm. So let me go with uh, Kenny Chesney. Oh. I'm trying to get... Show me Kenny Chesney. Dang it. No. Um, interesting strategy, strategy of trying the hard ones first, though, when you can yeah. get the easy ones. And then just go to the hard ones after you get all the easy ones. When they're worth double. <clears throat> yeah, no? Sure. Yeah. Lunchbox. Oh. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Show me Taylor Swift. Wow. Number five answer. It's good. Know. Top 10. Yeah. Top selling country acts of all time. We have Garth at one, Shania at two. Taylor at five, Dolly at six, and Lunchbox, who do you have next? They call me the fireman. Fireman. George Strait. Correct. Number three. Amy, how'd you miss that? Yeah, I was so confused. No, no, y'all are missing. You, no, no, I'm no, not missing. I, I had a poor strategy. I obviously would have chosen some of these people. I was trying to get the 10 spot. Yeah, 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 but why not get all the easy ones so they can't I know. Get I, I know that now. Yeah. I now see the flaw. <laughs> Got it. Thank Lunch, you. And Lunchbox. I'm admitting that. Reba. Show me Reba. Yeah. Number seven. Okay. There are only four, (laughs) eight, nine, and ten left. We're rolling through these. Lunchbox has the lead. Yeah. Give me. mm, This is a tough one, though. Tim McGraw. Show Indian Outlaw Tim McGraw. Number eight. Ah, Crazy, man. Nice. I got nothing left. Dang. Well, you got nine and ten. There's big money on nine and ten. Yep. And four. This one's. All me right here. Go ahead. Give me Alan Jackson. Show me AJ's Good Time Bar, Alan Jackson. Wow. Number 10. Oh, Dang, that's there, huge. There he is. <laughs> How am I doing this? I yeah, you know. got 33 points. It's going to be tough to beat this. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Oh, give me Willie Nelson. Show me Willie. Oh. Really, the only way they're going to be able to win is to miss it on purpose and get round three. Yeah. There's only two answers left. Four and nine. 
And if you get any of these, you're going to automatically lose, even if you get it. Four and nine. So I should just miss this on purpose. Why are you telling me? That would be my strategy. Hey, hey, hey. I like it. Hey, host. I like it. Eddie. Kane Brown. Incorrect. Not Kane Brown. Good guess, though. I like it. All right, go back to Amy. They're worth double, Amy. Am I missing this one on purpose? You do whatever you want to do. (laughs) This is double, Amy. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Let's see. Brooks and Dunn. Oh, no. (laughs) She got it. (laughs) What? Is it? (laughs) She got it. Show me Brooks and Dunn. Oh. Okay, now, Lunchbox, if you get one of these, you'll win the game. I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay, okay. I don't think he knows what he's doing, so whatever he guesses... Do hey, I, I I don't want to miss. You understand that I'm number your... one Garth Brooks, number two Shania Twain, number three George Strait, number five Taylor Swift, six Dolly Parton, seven Reba, eight Tim McGraw, number ten Alan Jackson. There are two left. Number four, number nine, number four and number nine. Oh my gosh! Give me. Rascal Flats. I Show. Oh, that's not a bad guess. No Show idea. me Rascal Flats. That's Incorrect. That's the group in there. Eddie points were a double. Yeah, that is where I shine. Give me the man in black, Johnny Cash. Why would you try to get it right? <laughs> Don't worry, because if it's 10, that's big. He already got 10, Alan Jackson. Oh, yeah. so this is only four? And still, nine. your strategy is terrible. You, you Johnny missed Cash. It. Johnny yeah. Cash. You have to me. wait till triple points. Wait, I didn't get this right. Okay. Get the buzzer. Show me Johnny. There you go. <laughs> Gotcha. See, I was, got you, buddy. Strategy the whole time. No, no, no. it wasn't. Got you, buddy. Okay, oh, boy, Amy. Boy, points boy. are worth triple. You have nine points. You can win this. <sighs> Just if you get the number nine answer right, you take the lead. I don't. I mean, it's just so tricky as who. Taylor's like the only. Okay. Guess Taylor. I don't know. I know, but she's like, the, I'm trying to think of newer people. Could they be at nine? Like. Like a, like a, like a, like a Luca Bryan. Luca? Is That's that your guess? Good guess. In it. Luke Bryan. Here we go. The country artist who sold the most albums of all time. She says Luke Bryan. Show me Luke Bryan. No. Lunchbox, if you get one of these, you win. Yeah. Give me Toby Keith. Oh. People love them yeah. some Toby. Big Dog Daddy? Hmm. He makes a lot of money in merch, so he's got to make a lot of money in albums. Show me Toby Keith. Show him Toby Keith. Eddie, it's over to you. You got to hit both of these, nine and four, because you get triple on both, but you got to nail both. Otherwise, Lunchbox is the winner. Well, I only have two written down, but I don't think they're the winners. Who do you think they are, though? I have the Judds. Oh. Grandpa. And Hank Williams. <laughs> but Hank Williams is too old. So I'm going to go with. Oh, my goodness! This is my last chance. This is it. You need two answers to win the whole thing. Triple points. All right, I got him. Go. Give me Merle Haggard. Oh, Merle sold a lot of records. Show him Merle Haggard. God! <laughs> and you know Lunchbox already guessed Taylor Swift. Are you guys were debating on no, it? No, no, I wasn't debating it. I was thinking she's one of the only newer ones on the list that's on there. Got it. Like, not from the 90s. It's accurate. Yeah. And the same would have held true for the rest of these. First of all, now we'll celebrate you in a second, Lunchbox. Your number four answer was... Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I thought about that. Oh. And your number nine was Alabama. Oh, Warriors. I had them written down. Did you? Dang it. Let me Did see. You? Yeah, because I was trying to come Show up with a group. Let me see it. Show Eddie. Well, Where it says Alabama. Yeah, it's not there. Yeah, well. Wait, no, not there. Nope. <laughs> it doesn't it matter. He Russell still Bot. whooped you guys, Buzz. Here he is. Touch box. He did whoop you guys. Hey, Eddie, how many points you get? I didn't have a chance to play. Eddie, no, you, did. you did. And you got shut out. Guys, I didn't get a chance to no, the second round, you got really. Zero. Notice you, you had a chance in the first round. You guys yeah. took everyone. But no, my whole when you, list, when you, you guys start, got. So you had all my list. They had the same issue. Huh. We rolled the dice. I just looked dumb because I didn't get any right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> they took all my people. And you looked dumb because the first time when you missed, oh. they got other ones right in second. Yeah. yeah okay. And then you looked dumb because you were not trying to miss it when you were supposed to try to miss it. Yes. And you, Can we move on? You Let's just move on, please. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Evan in Tucson. I saw you and Jake Owen playing the heads up game on your phone. I just tried to download a version of it. It seems like it costs money. I thought there was a free version. 
Is there a free version? Which version were you playing? It's a great game, but I don't want to pay money to play it. If there's a free version and you had it, let me know. Yeah, that's a weird call. Uh, secondly, I don't have the game. But thirdly, if it's a game that somebody put out, then it co- it should cost something. Yeah, I mean, just like a little bit. You could have a game with ads. <laughs> True. <laughs> or something. And on it, a commercial runs. It's one of the two. Yeah. But no, I don't have it on my phone. I'm assuming that Jake paid for the game. Probably pays. Yeah. <laughs> but you could just Google it, you know? Yeah, instead of calling us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a video of Jake and Eddie playing that heads-up game where you put the phone up to your head. And it's fun. Did you know they also record the person that's doing the acting or the... Well, that's what I, re- I realized at the end. I was like, oh, that's fun. I didn't know I was doing back. that. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know that when I was doing it. Well, Eddie was like doing Spider-Man <laughs> and jumping all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Evan, we got nothing for you except if somebody creates something, either they need to be paid through ads or you have to pay to subscribe to it. This show, free because of ads. ads. Say it with us. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Uh, next up here is Corinne from Kentucky. Hey, studio. Love you. Have a morning corny. What do you call cheese that is not yours? Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Yeah, baby. I hope you like it. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. That's like the original settlement. That's like the Jamestown. Yeah, yeah that's old school. Nacho cheese. <laughs> of morning corny jokes. It might be the first one ever told. If you look back into the history of corny jokes, joke number one, Genesis. <laughs> what do you call cheese that is not yours? Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, a daily podcast from Hello Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Every weekday, we bring you conversations with the culture makers who inspire us. Like our recent episode with Hollywood royalty Regina and Raina King. We talked about the creative power of women's relationships. I feel like, thank God for women. Like, especially when it comes to Black women, the way we lean on our mothers, our grandmothers, our sisters, our friends. We're just each other's pulse. I mean... It's molecular, you know? Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here's Amy's pile of stories. 
So the next time you're not feeling confident, just fake it. A new poll found that the average American feels insecure five times a day, but half of those people just pretend to be confident and then voila, it makes them more confident. Yes, I don't know if me faking it makes me more confident, but what I can do is I can act like I know more until I figure it out. So I'll never say no to anything. I don't think there's ever, even professionally, a job that I can't eventually figure out or it doesn't matter what it is. I can just be like, yep, no problem, I can do that. And now inside, I'm trembling with fear, but outside, I look very confident. But as I'm faking it, I'm also learning. So they say fake it till you make it. I'm not faking it. I'm figuring it out till I make it. So, but yeah, it's that's helped me a lot. Yeah, and Just, I think well, I can do it. Sure. If you're feeling insecure, or you're not confident in trying watching someone like you that's out there doing it. But I'm not confident. So you're watching someone that's also not confident <laughs> right. for the record. Yeah. But you're admitting that and you're saying that. And so people are like, oh, cool. So I just got to try too. Like you're just trying. Just trying. That's what it is. But um, if someone says, can you do this? And I'm like, I don't know if I can or not. I'll go, yep, no problem. <laughs> and then I'll fake like I know until I figure it out. What else? One of the top jobs associated with confidence is a doctor. And I definitely. Oh, don't fake that. We need you guys to be for real on that one. you don't know. Yeah, the rest of them were cool with you guys figuring it out. That one we need to be for real. Yeah, if you don't know, defer. Defer to someone else. Go ahead. So Jennifer Aniston says that there's a generation of kids, younger ones, that are watching friends and they're finding things really offensive and she said that back then they didn't really have to be as sensitive to things as they are now but really they were trying to educate people about the ridiculousness of stuff but uh, i don't believe that so much every generation we get a little less racist a little less sexist a little mm-hmm. less a little more inclusive so i don't think what they were doing was wrong for the time. I think it was even groundbreaking then. But now as compared to then it does look a bit dated. You know why? Because it is dated. Right. Yeah. Go back to the 60s. Yeah. And look oh, at yeah. those old shows. You're oh, like, what the, how did they get away with that? <laughs> so yes, instead of like, and this is just cancel culture in general, instead of like canceling people from stuff they didn't know 10 years ago or 20 or 30, how about we make sure they know what's happening now and if they do, all good. Like what, what have you learned? Cool. Yeah. That's it. Now, I'm not saying cancel them at all, but that's generally people will go back into old TV shows or old tweets from 10 years ago. Who he, he said this. She said this. Cancel them. And it's like, okay, cool. I see that. And if we were 10 years ago and that was a thing, maybe, but we're not. And hopefully since then, we've all learned. Yeah. We all are better people. So I get it. Friends to me is still okay. The last few years... It just doesn't seem as funny as it used to. Really? I know. Oh. I know. It's still comfortable for me to watch. Meaning if I can just turn it on and have to worry about focusing on it. But yeah, it's kind of at times like, oof, really? Oh, (laughs) yes. Of course, those parts. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. But overall, like I can still enjoy it. Carly Pierce wrote herself a letter when she was just 14 years old. It was to her future self and what she might be doing. And she posted this video of her prediction. June 9th, 2004. Wow, I was 14. Dear self, wow, I have a lot of memories in my life so far. Who knows what I will be doing when I open this letter. Hopefully I will be on my way to becoming a famous recording artist in Nashville. Well, I think I did that. (laughs) That's pretty cool. The clip is part of tonight's special CMT Defining Carly Pierce. I got a letter from when I was six. I'd like to read to you now. I brought it here. Okay. Oh, no. I haven't opened this since I was six. (laughs) Dear Bobo. That's what I used to call myself back then. Oh, wow. Interesting. I'd like to make a prediction. I predict on April 4th, you'll be in a hoodie and you'll have a watch on your right wrist and black tennis shoes. Random prediction. There's no way this could be faked. Okay, thank you. Are you wearing black shoes? <laughs> I'm wearing black shoes. Wow. And a black hoodie. And a hoodie. Oh, my wow. goodness. Wow. <laughs> you did it. Go viral. I did it. <laughs> you can fake that crap so easy. Mm. All right, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my file. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Twenty-one-year-old Taylor has always wanted to be a pilot. Well, she's on her third solo flight by herself, and she's flying, and she gets an alert that says that her landing gear has fallen off. So she starts freaking out. Oh my gosh, what do I do? That's crazy. Your landing gear has fallen off. So a voice comes on. I don't think you've been on a hundred flights. Oh, I know. 
Oh. I'm sure it makes that. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. So a voice comes on, and it's uh, his name is Chris Yates. He's flying next to her. He sees the landing gear fall off. Well, Chris is the former SpaceX director of aviation, so he's a veteran flyer. He says, hey, uh, Taylor, you're going to be okay. Here's some audio. Taylor, this is Chris. Um, my daughter's name is Taylor, and I taught her to fly. We're going to be just fine, kiddo. He Thank you very much. He gave her a step-by-step instruction on how to land the plane. Just skid it down. I don't know, man. I don't There's know the no details. landing gear. The front. It was just the front nose landing gear. So she even had the back worse. Still, that's I even worse. Like- you land on the back. <laughs> I'm sure you do a little wheelie. I just want the belly flopping. I don't know, man. <laughs> I hate flying. That freaks me out. But she's good. She's good, man. He talked. He talked her step by step to how to get it down, and she did it successfully. Her third ever solo flight. I know. Does she keep flying? Yes. No. Yes. And oh. not only that, now she's probably more confident that she can land it. She's been through something tough. The next time it happens, she's probably not as freaked out by it because she's already been through it once. I would say the fact that she lived through it Mm -hmm. absolutely keeps her flying. But I'm watching this thing land. And so it's a smallish plane and that back wheel hits and that nose goes Oh, it wasn't smooth? Well. No. How do you balance? That's not a tricycle (laughs) or a a unicycle. (laughs) Wow, that Man. stinks. That's good for him, though, because I was pretty confident when he came on, too. I was like, oh, I can land Yeah, when you hear his voice, right? Oh, uh, Taylor. <laughs> all right, good job. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.